Good evening. I am Queen Love, the self-love guru, and I coach newly health-conscious women to find self-love. Together, we will remove the F in fear, and I'll be the ear who intuitively listens and empowers you to destroy perceived limits so you can live your best life. So this podcast was not specifically in the books. Um, This is another episode of Hanging Out with Love. It was not planned. This is just something that I feel like a lot of people are going through at this moment. And I really wanted to be able to use my platform to address it. Um, And it's about family. So over the break, um, Thanksgiving break, I went home and um, I was speaking with my mother about meeting here for Thanksgiving because my house is like, it's really clean. I have a lot of space in my apartment. So I felt like it would be appropriate, even if she decided like not to specifically cook here, um, for everybody to meet here and share a meal together. And then, you know, we could take a nap, watch movies, do whatever. Um, and she told me that she wanted to go bowling afterwards Um, She never agreed to coming to my house, so I was confused, and I'm like, all right, I just want to know exactly where we're meeting up, because her discussion with me was confirm with your grandfather where he would like to go and basically see if it's okay with him, and if grandpa agrees to come to Raleigh, then that's what we'll do, Um, and so I'm like, okay, it is what it is, so my mom decides that she doesn't want to have it in Greensboro. She told me that she was trying to, I mean, in Raleigh. She told me she was trying to avoid that because um, I've been asking her. So it gets down to the day before Thanksgiving. And I'm like, okay, I need for you to tell me where we're going to be. And um, so she finally says something. And my mom, she plays stupid a lot. She tries to act like she doesn't know what's going on. And that really bothers me. And I was telling her, you know, like, just tell me what it is. Long story short, I spoke with my uncle and he told me that my mother had texted him the day before Thanksgiving and told him that we were going to meet at my house. Now, mind you, I had just asked her where we were meeting and she didn't say anything about my house. She told me that she wanted us to meet at grandpa's, well, at her house and that grandpa was trying to spend the night So that's why she wanted to be in Greensboro. I'm like, okay, cool. As if my grandfather could not, you know, stay with me. He definitely could have done that, but it was what it was. So I was on my way to Durham. I had to drop off a delivery. Um, And so I had my sister in the car. We're in Durham. Already left Raleigh, obviously. And um, my mom calls and they say that they're on their way to Raleigh. Because my Uncle Terry wanted to meet in Raleigh. So I'm like, listen, you already told me, excuse me, that we were going to be meeting here. So, no, I'm on my way. I already left the city. I'm like 30 minutes out. I didn't want to have to go all the way back home. Like, I might as well just go ahead and push it. And then um, I had scheduled to meet with another customer of mine to um get his package out and he ended up canceling 
which was crazy. So yeah, I go to Greensboro. When we get there, my mom's not there. I don't smell any food. I'm like, what's going on, y'all? I hugged my grandfather, um, gave my sisters a kiss. Uh, excuse me, I'm over here yawning. Um, I gave my sisters a kiss and, you know, we just continue on speaking or whatever. I'm like, hey, where's mom? And they were like, she's not here. She ran down to Andrea's house, which is her boyfriend's sister. So I'm like, okay, what is she down there for? And they were like, that's where she's cooking the food. I'm like, okay. So we get a call from my mom. And she's like, hey, I want y'all to come down here. And I told her, I'm not eating Thanksgiving dinner with them because I don't like him. And this isn't the first time my mom did that. Like, she's always trying to spring up a surprise. Like, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be type shit. And it's like, I don't want any parts of that. She invited this man to my sister's graduation party knowing that we don't fuck with him. She invited this man to my sister's dance recital knowing that we don't fuck with him. And the dancer, both of them were out of town. So the dance recital was in another state. The um, graduation party was in another city. But it was just so disrespectful. Like, why do you continue to make it hard for us to trust you? Why do you continue to bring people around us that we don't like? Like, both of... Me, both me and the sister right under me have been touched by a previous boyfriend of hers and she didn't do anything about it um this particular guy that she's dating now he's very disrespectful and um you know he got out of pocket a couple times I know one day I had to check his ass on some shit um it's not all like we don't argue or anything I just be having to put him in his place and then he shuts the fuck up but when it comes to him talking to my mother, he feels like he can just argue with her. You get what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck what you and my mom do behind closed doors. That's your business. But while I'm here, you're not going to talk to her like that. You get what I'm saying? And so I've always been in this cycle of trying to protect her against things that she's wanted for herself. Like this is what she's looking for. This is what she's going after. She's seeking the mistreatment she's seeking the mental damage she's seeking the psychological damage she's seeking the emotional damage and the baggage like she wants that so why am I so adamant about protecting her when she's not even once tried to protect me against a man I'm not saying that she's never tried to protect me at all in life but she's never tried to protect me against a man. And she's never tried to protect herself against one either. And I can just see and feel the areas of her weakness when it comes to men. And I hate it. I hate it because I don't want to repeat that cycle. I hate it because I tend to date violent men, you know, because of how my father was towards me. Come to find out, he's not even my biological father. Like, this whole time, you know, I've been like, yeah, you know, my dad was a good person. I mean, he had a lot of issues. He didn't really have his family in his life. Um, he was raised by his dad and his stepmom. His mother died when he was 13, and, you know, he went through a lot of trauma. He was in the military, so he was very angry. 
He was super clean, you know. He's the reason why I'm, like, such a neat freak and all of this stuff. And, like, I talk about how I was physically abused by him and how um, he used to talk so much shit to me, which built my backbone. Like, I'm not even complaining about this shit, but now that I look back on it, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck his intentions were. Did he have my best interest at heart doing all that shit? Or was it malicious? What did he have malicious intent towards me because I was not his real daughter? Like, how did that go? What did he really think of me? Why was he actually there? And so it just, it posed all these unanswered questions. And I didn't find out until I was 16 years old. Um, My father was actually still alive at the time. And I don't know if I ever asked. I think I asked him. I don't know if I ever asked him why he didn't tell me. I know I said something to my mom. But um, it was just really interesting to me. The person that told me was actually someone that used to keep us when we were younger. And I remember when my dad was beating on me at one point. I walked in the house and she was like, Tassiana, what happened to your face? And I was like, I don't know. And she said, you don't know. What happened to your face? Your face is red. The whole left side of your face is red. And I told her that I didn't know. And she was like, did your dad hit, did your dad hit you? Did Carl hit you? And I said, yes. And so when he came to pick me up that day, she said, don't you ever put your hands on that girl again. She is five years old. That's a little girl. And she was like, if you put your hands on her again, you're going to jail. And he never hit me again. And that that felt really nice that she was in my corner. Um, He was always very careful from that point on about what he did to me. And I also know he was sort of abusive to my mom. Like I would hear them like arguing and I would hear them fighting. And um, it was a couple times, I think it was like twice I like called the police because I heard them, you know, arguing or whatever. And my dad would get upset with me. And, um, you know, my mom would be like, Thank you, baby, you know, for looking out for for mommy. And my dad would be like, you know, I was mad at you at first, but I know you were trying to protect your mom. And basically, like, it's okay. I'm sorry I yelled at you. And um, they were remorseful at times. But that damage... It's irreversible because it's like, no, it's not irreversible. It's really, it takes work to reverse. Because even now that I'm I'm looking back on it, I didn't even realize that those images were still in my head. That's why I keep pausing because I'm like, it's so surreal to me that I can recall so many things so vividly. Even them opening the door for the police and the, the officer asking like, are you okay? And... I mean, just learning so much, grasping so much, and people just feel like children. 
don't know what's going on or that they can't feel it. Like vibes don't lie. Energy doesn't lie. We can sense when there's a problem. And that's why I always told my friends, like, don't ever hold on to a relationship because of the children. If you feel like you need to end a relationship, you have to leave. That person is a danger to you. Get the fuck out of there. Don't you dare stay in that circumstance trying to keep a family together or trying to paint this perfect picture. That man will kill you. That woman will kill you. And if you continue to argue with them, you continue to fight with them, you continue the cycle that your parents laid before you or that your grandparents laid before you or whoever the fuck you were raised by, if you keep that going, you're opening the door for your children to accept that same treatment. They'll think it's okay. They'll think it's fine to have someone yelling at them or putting their hands on them. Or they'll think control is love and control is not love. If you cannot accept that individual for where they are right now, if you cannot love them for where they are right now, then you do not need to be with them. You have to understand that we are not in the business of loving to control another person. That is not what love is. Love is not control. Love is not damage. Love is not pain. Love is not domestic violence. You cannot raise a family in that kind of environment. You cannot raise a culturally and socially and emotionally conscious and responsible child in that kind of environment. You cannot beat your fucking kids and expect them not to go act the ass at school. You cannot beat your fucking kids and expect them not to have psychological problems, not to be in therapy. You cannot beat your kids and expect them to know how to talk out problems with others and how to communicate. You have to understand that this world is a portal. You're bringing in all types of different shit. Your only goal was to bring your baby into this world. Anything that you do outside of that, is additional is secondary so i can't take anything away from the mothers and from the fathers who let that be their only job just to bring that individual into the world however you have to understand that you do have a responsibility to self and your responsibility to self is to ensure that those around you those in your corner those who you're supposed to be raising are watching you and they're listening to you and they're expecting you to do more and to be greater and to evolve. Do not allow yourself to get stuck in that cycle and to continue that damage. It's not there to you. It's not there to them. And they will be sick because of it. People wonder why there's so many children. Sis just spoke on this. She sis came on live. She was talking about how many teenagers there are fighting their parents, killing their parents, wanting to kill themselves. They are becoming psychologically ill. They can't deal anymore. They're tapping into all of these different outlets, television, social media, drugs, alcohol, sex. They're tapping into all of these different outlets trying to escape their pain. 
pain that you inflicted on them. Pain that they never learn how to get rid of. We're not even teaching these children coping strategies. We're not even teaching them how to move in mainstream society. So when you look at that, and then you ask them why they act the way they do, why they talk the way they do, why they don't give a fuck anymore, that's why the damage, the anxiety, the depression, that's what they're dealing with right now. So what the fuck are you going to do to reverse that? Or to help them reverse it for themselves because they do have to take responsibility for where they are. Your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. So with that being said, I decided to come up here and just discuss family as a whole. First of all, family as a construct means nothing it means absolutely nothing you just happen to be what they call related to these individuals by blood by dna you may share a similar dna within your body however we know that family is defined by those people who love you who care about you who are key elements in your growth whether it be mental spiritual emotional, financial, whatever it is that you desire or whatever it is that your soul actually needs because sometimes what we desire isn't what we need. That's what family is. Don't feel obligated to stay connected to toxic people. You don't owe your mom shit. You don't owe your father shit, and they don't owe you shit. Your evil-ass grandma, who they had watching you. Your evil-ass aunt and uncle, who they had watching you, touching you, raping you, raping your sister or your brother. You don't owe them shit. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to reconcile with them. But you do have to forgive them so you can move the fuck on. You have to get to a place where none of that matters. Fuck you. Fuck everything you stand for. I accept what happened and I'm moving on. And I'm speaking out. I'm making sure I bring it to the forefront. On my way home that Thanksgiving day, I was just thinking back on my childhood and on the things that I went through with my mom, just recycling the experiences of how there was always a problem with a man, always something with a man, a man this, a man that, a man is the reason why I can't go do what the fuck I wanted to do or why you not showing up for me as something that's important to me. A man is the reason why you're late here. A man is the reason why we're not operating in excellence as a family, but I digress. And so I began to think on that and it brought tears to my eyes. I was really pissed off because I know that I don't, I didn't deserve that. 
but it just reminded me of my assignment to help these children and to make sure that they're mentally equipped, make sure that they understand that it's not their responsibility to make their parents love them. There's nothing you can do to make an individual love you and care for you the way you feel like you need to be loved and cared for. It's your responsibility to love and care for yourself the way you want others to. Because you set the tone. No longer are we expecting somebody to come through for us. We're not expecting somebody to love us anymore. We're not expecting somebody to respect us. No, they, they don't have to do that. Everybody has free will. But when I say fuck you, understand that that comes from a place of love as well. Because I love myself enough and I love myself more than I care about keeping a relationship with you that you obviously don't value and do not respect. My uncle called me. He had returned my call. And I was speaking to him and I said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and get my number changed because I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of dealing with her. She's crazy. I'm tired of dealing with her attitude. I'm tired of dealing with her damage. I'm tired of having to be strong for everybody. I'm tired. I'm done with it. And he said, oh, nah, Pooh, now you talking crazy. You talking crazy. That's still your mother. I said, you have no idea the kind of things that she's allowed to happen to me. I'm not crazy. She's crazy. It's a lot of stuff that you don't know. And he said, a lot of stuff like what? And I got quiet. And the reason I got quiet is because those voices were replaying in my head. What goes around in this house stays in this house. Don't be out there telling my business. That's family business. Fuck family business. Tell it all. Anything that you holding on to that you didn't tell your grandma, your mother, I don't give a fuck if you don't think they'll believe you or not. Tell them anyway. Put it out there because it may liberate somebody else. You don't know who else in your family went through that. I knew who else in my family went through it. My sister's own father told her to kiss him on the lips. He was drunk. He said that shit right in front of my mother. And all she did was shake her head no. This bitch is mentally retarded. She needs help. She's psychologically damaged. And that's okay. That's okay. But I don't have to be a part of that. I know that she's psychologically damaged. I know that she needs help. I know she a little slow. But that does not mean I have to be a part of it just because I recognize that she's been through her own trauma. Because guess what? I'm traumatizing myself by participating in that bullshit. I refuse.
I won't let up. I need these children to know that I'm here for them. I need these children to know that I will be their voice. I need these children to know that I care. I need these children to know that I love them. And that when they say something to me, I will believe them. I need these children to know that I am their listening ear. I need these children to know that I appreciate those people who came into my life when I was stuck and when I didn't know any better. Those people that spoke life into me when I was a little girl and told me that I would amount to something great, told me that I had greatness within me and that I would do amazing things in life. Those people that saw the gift in me and saw that I would become something wonderful. I appreciate them. I appreciate the mothers in the church who told me that I needed to let go, that I was carrying my family, that I needed to let go. They could see the stress on me. They could feel me carrying the burdens. They could feel me dragging myself along in pain, agony, couldn't think straight, could barely eat, barely sleep, dreams tormenting me. I'm literally being tormented by spirits in my sleep, sleep paralysis, having things following me. The evil. We're healing from so much. And it's okay. But what you have to stop doing is running from that healing. You have to stop running from it. You have to face those demons. You have to look at where you are and start there. And the more you delve into that shadow work, the more you talk to yourself, the more you journal. The more you sit there and you listen to your inner child, the more you listen to that inner voice, you will realize that you don't need a savior. You are your savior. You are who you've been waiting for this whole time. You are who you've needed. I'm being the adult that I needed as a child. When I'm with these kids, I let them do them. I let them be free. Of course, we have to have structure to a certain extent because that's what the parents want. And I have to maintain a good wealth of control over their environment so that they feel secure. It's about security. And then they can find that security in themselves. But when you don't provide an environment for a child to feel safe, for a child to feel secure, for a child to feel like somebody has their back, they start to look in other areas for people that they feel like will love them. Like me on this dating scene. I'm like, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's all about security for me. But why do I have to have somebody that makes me feel secure? Be secure in you, young man, old man, 
whoever the fuck I decide to date next. (laughs) Be secure in you. And show me the way to be secure in myself because I'm still working on it. I'm still working on being my own savior. I'm still working on the fact that I can't expect anybody to love and take care of me if I'm not loving and take care of myself. I'm still trying to break down the barriers, that wall of needing a husband, needing a family. I have a deep desire to be a mother. It's crazy. That's not my only design. I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than just a future mom or a future wife. I'm so much more than that. I'm a creator. I'm a lover. I'm a liberator. I'm a writer. A confidant. A friend. A nurturer. The great mother. Goddess birther of creation the daughter of Oshun relative of Yamaya divine being cosmic being overseer of the star galaxies I'm so much more than these labels that other people try to put on me And so are you. So with that being said, fuck everybody in your family that's toxic. You don't got to deal with that shit no more. I love you dearly. Now, really, I don't have much more to say. Um, Definitely put yourself first. Recognize the energy that other people bring. Um, The morning of that very Thursday morning, I remember, matter of fact, I'll go back further. When I picked up my sister from the bus station, I was emotional. I immediately got angry. I didn't want to be around her. I didn't. I didn't want to be around her. I didn't know what she had going on with her. And because of my attitude, she kept saying, I don't, what's your problem? What's going on with you? What's wrong? And I couldn't say anything. I wanted to tell her that I feel the fakeness. I can tell that they don't really care about me, even if they want to. The desire is there. The want is there. But that they can't love me the way I love them. They can't respect me the way I respect them. Or lack thereof. (laughs) Because niggas ain't perfect. You know? But I do try. And I just wasn't seeing their effort. And it made me feel some type of way. So I remember that. I remember um, we went to sleep that next morning. I woke up and I still wasn't in a good mood. And I had to shake it. I had to journal. I was crying. I played some binaural beats so that I could get back at my zen space, be at peace, because I wasn't at peace. 
And um, I was ready for her to get out of my apartment. I was ready for her to leave um, so I could take control of my space again. Because the energy that she brought with her, it felt like an attack. And so I was on the defense. And um, so I had been emotional all morning. I kept delaying. I was like making body butter and putting packages together and doing all type of shit that really didn't mean anything. In my heart, I knew that things weren't going to go the way I had planned for them to go that day. I just knew it. Um, I didn't know that old buddy was going to cancel, but I had a feeling. And so when he did, I was not surprised. It was more like, oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. And, um, that was interesting to me. I got lost. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. So that was interesting to me. <laughs> I do that a lot, y'all. Um, but, yeah, so I remember just being sort of discombobulated. And I noticed, like, it starts early now. Like, it used to be right before some shit happens. I'm, like, you know, pretty sensitive to what's gonna happen I'm sensitive to the energy and now it starts early like at the beginning of my day I'm like oh yeah it's about to be some shit and I'm not looking for where it's coming from you know I still go on about my day and try to push my affirmations out you know try to stay normal as normal as possible as normal as I possibly can for that day um but yeah that's where I be at like Wow, some shit about to happen. Even the other day, I went to the movies. Well, I wanted to go to the movies to see the movie Creed. And I realize now that I don't need to watch it because of the violence, the fighting. Um, there's no reason for that. That's, that. that's trauma that I'm taking in. Um, and I've been purging myself of all the drama. Like, I noticed that I like to watch drama on tv you know what they call ratchet tv i would be watching these reality shows and watching these fights on youtube and on world star and you know it was sort of like an addiction i was feeding myself all the bullshit and then wondering why when i go out in the streets and somebody on that crazy shit i'm popping off right with them bitches like what's up you know what i'm saying i remember being in the car just a couple weeks ago and um, I was telling this girl, you know, to look straight ahead. I was asking her to pay attention because I feel like a lady, she did that to me and she saved my life. I don't even know if she was white or black. I didn't even see the person. I just know it was a woman for a fact. And um, she blew the horn at me and, you know, was basically telling me to pay attention. And so um, five minutes, a whole five minutes ago, I was on the phone with my homie Q love her to death and um she was like 
what were you saying? And I was like, oh, it looked like you were looking down. So I was telling you to look straight ahead and pay attention. And she was like, well, that's my fucking business. Mind your fucking business. And I was like, well, bitch, pull over and get the fuck out the car. And she rolled her window back up. Now, mind you, this big bitch was just popping off, doing all that da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, ratatouille. And then as soon as I tell you to get the fuck out, you're not, so you're not about that. You want to, okay, all right, that's understood. Pussy. But I'm only going to talk but for so long. And I'm, I'm at the point now where I know myself so well. The situation, it doesn't even touch me anymore, like. I'm starting to be able to talk about situations and to be detached emotionally from them. Like, I've already felt what I needed to feel so I can move on. And that's beautiful. It's a beautiful and freeing space to be in. And and this evolving that I'm going through is like, it's the most exhilarating experience that I've ever had. But going back to that, it's good that I'm able to detach myself from that. But people just be... Talking all types of crazy shit. They want to say whatever they want to say to you. Want to do whatever they want to do to you. And then as soon as you say or do something back, you're going to be the crazy one. That's why you got to watch. Like, these people, they sick. They don't know what the fuck they want for real. They trying to put fear in you. They're scared as fuck. They're scared. They're operating in fear. Anybody operating in fear is going to try to put fear in you first. And before I used to have this mentality like, nah, you got to let these pussies know. You got to let these bitches know. I don't have to let you know shit. When you run up on me and I feel threatened, you'll find the fuck out what I'm about. That's what type of shit I'm on. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm not about to be like, oh, bitch, I'll beat your ass. You don't know me. That's unnecessary. I don't have to prove nothing to you. Y'all got to get out of this mindset where you feel like you got something to prove to somebody. That comes from that damage, from that family, that psychological damage, them putting their hands on you, putting fear in you because they don't have the fucking words to communicate with you. They can't articulate how they feel and the message that they want to convey to you because they're not intelligent enough. Use your brain. Use your mind. Expand it. If you don't know how to reach your son or your daughter, look that shit up. Go meditate. Figure it the fuck out. But don't punish them because of your shortcomings. That has nothing to do with them. And these adults out here, you cannot control them. The only thing you can control, the only being that you can control is yourself. That's why we say namaste. The God in me recognizes the God in you. It's not forceful. It's not controlling. It's not do this and I'll respect you. Nah, I don't got to. I don't got to do that. I'm going to respect you regardless. I'm going to bow out gracefully if it's some shit that I don't want to be a part of. But I'm at the point now where I'm not picking and choosing who the fuck I want to respect. I don't have to fuck with you. But when you're in my presence, I'm not going to treat you like less than a human. For what? 
What would I get out of that? You know? But words are getting short, family. I really appreciate you. Um, Like I said, this was just a bonus episode. I know y'all can hear me fidgeting over here on this bed, moving back and forth. I do record a lot of things in the privacy of my own home, um, with the exception of the in-person interviews that I do with people. And um, I love it. I actually had an interview with a person that didn't go so well. Um, and I actually, I did not post it. I didn't post it. The interview was interrupted. My spirit was telling me not to post anything related to that individual. It was crazy. Like the way things unfolded. With that being said, the universe is not conspiring against you. It is inspiring you and it wants you to aspire for greatness and go toward greatness. You have to understand, even when you listen to this podcast, this shit is not by accident. You're here for a reason. I'm just a vessel. I'm bringing the message in. And even though I do come from the greats, <laughs> if you didn't come from the greats, you wouldn't be able to listen to it. It would not resonate with you. I'm not above you. Nobody is above you. I may possess a different level of knowledge, something that you have not yet tapped into. But that doesn't mean that you cannot achieve that. That's why you can't be jealous of anybody. Be jealous for what? That person's not better than you. It's nothing that the next man or woman has that you can't have. It's like that scripture in the Bible, do not covet your neighbor's wife or his home or his children. Why you want what the fuck they got? You don't even know what it took for them to get there. That's pain that you see. See, people never televise. They don't broadcast the struggle. They don't broadcast the bullshit that you had to go through to get to the point where you are. I'm going to broadcast my struggle. I'm going to tell you what I went through and how my voice was silenced for so fucking long that now I'm not going to shut the fuck up. How I was told to keep things to myself, hold that shit in, suck it up, deal with it. Nah, I don't got to do that anymore. I can speak. I have a voice. And that's where you need to get with your children. Stop telling them to shut the fuck up. Let them say what they got to say. And talk to them. I'm guilty of that. Even with my siblings. Shut up. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Be quiet. Shh. Who are you to do that to somebody? Who are you to say that to someone? Who the fuck am I to do that and say that to anybody? I'm a nobody. I have no fucking right to silence anybody's voice. It's unfair. It's damaging. 
And then you wonder why when something does happen to these babies, they don't want to come to you and say shit. You done already told them to shut the fuck up. You making it seem like how they feel and what they think about the school system and about life and about their dreams and aspirations. You making it seem like that shit don't matter. Why would they tell you about something traumatic like this? Something that's even bigger. If you can't even handle the small, the mundane, how can you handle this? Come on, family. We got to do better. We're being called to do better. Get the fuck out of character. Everybody always talking about, I got to be, you taking me out of, nah, get the fuck out of character and get into who you really are. Delve into that shit. Stop being so fucking fake. Be who you are. Face your demons. You bitches not healing because you're not being realistic. You're not being honest with yourself about where you are. I was in denial for the fucking longest about who my father was. Oh, he was a good man. He spoiled me. Yeah, that nigga spent bread. He gave me whatever the fuck I want. That was hush money. I'm beating your ass behind closed doors. I'm slapping the shit out of you when I get mad. Even if it ain't got nothing to do with you. This motherfucker literally told me I want to feel better. Okay, you didn't do nothing wrong, but I want to feel better. Taking his anger out on me, you fucking coward. You bitch ass nigga. And then you got them same uncles and aunts that didn't come through and do shit for you. Oh, that's still your mother. What does that mean to her? That's still your father. What did that mean to him? But you want me to res get the fuck out of here. All y'all can kiss my ass. That's how I'm sitting. You can kiss my ass. Forever. <laughs> but I'll forgive you though. I'll forgive you because I have to be liberated and I have to be saved. Okay? Love and light, family. Let's heal. Let's grow together. Let's bond. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Hanging Out with Love. Shit just got real. We put a lot on the table. Please email me. If you have any experiences that you would like to share or you just want to share with me, you know, how you were blessed by something that I said, or if you disagree with anything that I said, feel free to respond. Feel free to leave me a voice message on this anchor platform or email me at info at hanging out with love dot com info at hanging outwithlove.com. Reach out to me. I want to hear from you. I want to nurture you. I want to grow with you. I want to learn from you. I want to teach you. I want to bond with you. 
I want to put you on the knowledge. I want you to put me on to knowledge. This is a collective effort. All right? Love and light. Peace to the cosmic and melanated family. I love you.